Awakening Reformation, where Reformation awakens now. My name is Grant, and joined with me is my beautiful wife, Erica, the weaker vessel. Hello, everyone. As you can tell, we are recording on the road again. So on for, the road again. Yeah, we need to we need to insert some Willie Nelson right here. <laughs> everyone would enjoy that. On the road again. I can't wait to get on the road again. Life I love is making music with my friends. I can't wait to get on the road again. I can't wait to get on the road again. And so please excuse lots of honking, lots of screeching of tires. Watch these school children. Don't school children almost being hit by cars. Not actually being hit, but these are just things common in Brooklyn, New York. We're headed to Jersey, so it's only going to get worse from here, y'all. It's Valentine's Day for us. It is. We're... We are headed out on our date. We're taking you guys with us on our date. So come along for this wonderful ride. <laughs> um, we were, what are we? We're getting ahead or something, right? We're trying to get ahead? Yeah, we're trying to get a little ahead. We've got some stuff coming up the pipeline, so we're trying to... Figure out ways to get ahead on our episodes. We're trying to redeem the time. Yes, so... And honestly, Grant and I just sit around talking about all the topics all the time anyway. So we thought, let's just hit record, and maybe this could be an episode. Maybe not. Maybe it'll be terrible, but it's worth yep, a shot. It could get trashed. Who knows? <coughs> <coughs> so this might be largely unedited. If you hear Grant hacking up along, we're sorry. Hey, I'm on the end of a pretty nasty cold, and if you would please forgive. We'll also try to keep me. the road rage to a minimum. Yeah, I will... Ooh, that was a really nice rug on the side of the road. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I'll try and refrain from trash picking as well. Yep. Um, <laughs> the uh, So, hey, before we talk about anything of okay. uh, true, true value, Maybe. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we're the Reformed Rebel Network. Go check us out on social media, on YouTube, on your podcast catcher. We're all over the place. And you can catch the Rebel podcast that comes out in the middle of the week with P. Nate and Poots. They're going through a really great series called No Other Gospel, and they're tackling the common misunderstandings. It's a little puppy. Yep, little wolf puppy, little Balto puppy. <laughs> and um, common misunderstandings about the gospel. So they've talked about universalism, legalism, antinomianism. Um, All the good all the good discussions are being had over there go check it out yeah they're blowing it out of the water so go check that out and you can financially support us at patreon patreon.com slash reformed rebel if you sign up as a patron you get some goodies you get some free stuff every time you say patron it makes me think of patron saint oh yeah okay yeah well i mean We'll make you a patron saint of... A patron rebel saint? Yeah. That would be kind of cool if they get, like, badges. Right. That'd be awesome. You can make Pootie a patron saint of something. Yeah, we got we got to work on that. We got to have a brainstorming meeting. If you guys have a really good idea of what Poots should be the patron saint of, let us know. We will take all serious <laughs> suggestions into consideration. Yeah, for sure. <coughs> so anyway, something we're going to talk about. So today on Facebook. Today on Facebook. <laughs> I saw, maybe some of our listeners are privy to this. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a lady named Bethany who might know what I'm talking about. But there was this feed on Sola Sisters Facebook page. And it was quite a hot dumpster fire of slander if I ever did see it. Dang, really? And I, I know nothing, listeners, so I'm hearing this from Erica for the first time, too, so I'm, I'm pretty excited right now. I know really nothing about this Facebook page, Sola Sisters, so I'm not going to yeah. try and pretend that I know if they're reformed or not. I would imagine, based on their name, that they're, like, hearkening back to the five solas, so they're yeah Calvinistic in some sense. They have They have a podcast, too. 
these these Sola sisters. Okay. Um, See, I didn't even know that. Yep, and they are fully bought into the racial reconciliation, reparations. Um, so social justice kinda, warriors. Yeah, social justice. Yeah, to the nth degree. Okay. They, they are. That's they're really pretty interesting. Bad. Yeah, and um, I think one of them... Well, that would make some sense of what I'm about to tell you. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, I think one of them went to Westminster Theological Seminary. Like, she got That's an M, She got an MDiv from there. So... Well, I'm not opposed to women being educated, but... No, but, but at least, but like... But that does lend itself to some implications and some questions. Yeah. Um, Certainly. So, basically, to condense this big massive post it was like one of those you'd like keep scrolling you know to uh-huh. read the whole thing was it like a hundred comments actually i don't think there were that many comments oh, okay. but it basically was talking about rachel jankovic and her latest potato post that oh, went viral yep. yep and of course they didn't like it was it like overcoming feminism with potatoes or yeah something like that yeah uh they didn't like it they did not like it they were bashing Rachel, saying that, obviously, you know, she believes in federal vision, and her <laughs> father is one of the largest, most uh, popular proponents of federal vision, and this has been deemed a heresy, and, you know, right. yada, yada, yada. By God, by God himself, pretty exactly. much. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, So, it talked about how this potato video was proof in the pudding, so to speak, as to uh, why Rachel should be avoided because supposedly this whole potato fiasco was Rachel stating that the way we're going to combat feminism is by just peeling potatoes and not preaching the gospel. (laughs) And anyway... Which is probably what Rachel said word for word, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Which it wasn't, so... Uh, Anyway. Yeah. It was all a big, slanderous, mudslinging, nasty girl fight kind of... Yeah. Ridiculousness. Girls can get ugly. Am I right? I'm not just saying that because, you know. I think humans can get ugly. This is true. But yeah, girls have a special way of being particularly nasty. Um, I think it's because we expect women to be sweet and kind and to be nurturing. And so when women aren't any of those things and instead they're nasty and ugly, it's particularly unappealing. Huh. That's a good point. Like it's... Like it's, it's more shocking. Yeah, because it's more obviously against their their nature. nature. Yeah, like how God designed women to be. I mean, they would probably hate everything you just said too. Sure, but anyway, in the same breath, they were bashing Rachel Jankovic. They uh-huh. were talking about and heralding the praises of Amy Bird. Oh, of course. And talking about how Amy Bird is just a stay-at-home mom and how she's in right standing with her church and all these different like things, and. Um, it was just really a rather humorous post. And I've heard Rachel Jankovic talk about, like, people responding to this potato video and how, like, of course there are people who don't like it. And, you know, she's just kind of like, well, I expected that. Like, this is not yeah. a, this is not something that I wasn't expecting all along. So, is it true? No. But I'm just going to keep pressing on kind of a thing. So, good on Rachel. Yeah. But I had responded to a couple comments just kind of being like, listen, this is not how how Sola Sisters is portraying Federal Vision is not at all accurate. Yeah. Uh, how misunderstood. How, <laughs> how they are portraying Rachel and Doug Wilson, like totally not accurate. It was just totally slanderous. And I actually had a lot of people, Bethany, the lady I was talking uh-huh. about, um, I don't want to use her last name in case she doesn't want me to, but yeah. Um, she being one of the people who was like, yeah, these people are awesome. I love the Wilsons. Right. That wasn't an exact quote of what she said, but basically like I'm, be- I'm supporting a better, your comment. I'm a better Christian because of their ministry. Right. And, um, so I went back just now because I was tagged in someone else's comment and uh-huh. I noticed that all of my comments were deleted. Are you serious? All of them. What? And I had like eight likes, eight like, you know, responses of like, I totally agree with this. You know, people are adding me on Facebook because of my comments. So like, I wasn't oh the only one gosh. and I wasn't rude either. I was just no. saying like, they yeah, are okay. in line with, um, all the historic confessions and the, the scriptures, like what they believe is scriptural. And there were other, even men on there who were saying like, 
you know, yeah, they're they're basically just saying because you love God, obey God. Like what a radical concept. But and that's were, that's what but they, they have were a all, problem And it with. wasn't just my comments either. It was like everyone else who was in any meager support of the Wilson. They deleted all those. They comments? deleted all of them. Are we saying what group this was in? This, or? It was Sola Sisters Facebook page. Like it was their thread. Their, oh, okay. This is where yeah. you commented and were right. engaging. Yes. Yeah. And they just shut. They shut down any kind of right uh, um, opposition. Yeah. Who does that? Who shuts down any kind of opposition? I don't opposition know, but or it's, any... it's so funny because being Presbyterian and being a soft federal visionist myself, uh-huh. we are often tagged as being like the Christians who are stuck in our echo chamber. Yeah. And here I am not being divisive, not, I'm, I'm just trying to say like, this is just misinformation. You can, here's a, you know, her podcast, go listen to what right. she says herself and another lady actually like uh, linked to one of the podcasts that people could go listen to, what have you, which is Rachel's podcast. Uh-huh. And it was all just deleted. So wow. you, you can't even try and like disagree with them. You can't try and just have a conversation. Um, the Sola sisters didn't respond to me. They just deleted my comment. Yeah. And- it, it, there was not even any like conversation had. Just we don't want to talk to you, get off, get out of here. Yeah. Well, and that's because, and I know I'm going to be kind of contentious in saying this, but because they can't, I don't, I don't think they would be able to, to play it, to, to be in the ring with that. I don't think they can. I don't think they can fight in that arena. I don't think their caliber is there. And so it's easier for them to just shut down opposition and, and be done with it because they own the page so they can just delete all your comments. Right. Rather than engage exegetically, logically, mm-hmm. and actually reason with you or or even just accept a differing position. Right. But the thing is, is they know, they certainly know that the Wilsons and, um, I mean, kind of the group that we end up are, you know, we end up falling into, which is... A lot of non-Presbyterians too, but a lot of Presbyterians that aren't buying into the the critical theory, the critical race theory, the racial reconciliation, right. the social justice warrior, reparations now for you know the sins of America, well, and the, that whole movement. The really uh, warped views of gender, like somehow the Amy Birds are heralded as complimentary. Right. The whole uh, yeah, I mean, it, and like, her, see, she's a yeah. stay-at-home mom, but like a lot of what she says. It is She's just not, terrible. Though. Same with what is her name? Uh, Rachel Green Miller. Is that her name? Yeah. Um, yeah. She's like another one of those Amy Bird her, lumped well, in with. Right. They're lumped in with the theology gals kind of crew too. Yes. And I don't know how much. Uh, I don't know how much. I don't know what the connection between Solo Sisters and theology gals would be if they would at all because I know theology gals is much more like kind of buttoned up Presbyterian regulative principle. Yeah, they're but, very regulative principle. But that that but Westminster West group of of reformedum, which is like R. Scott Clark and Mike Horton and all them, even they are kind of falling prey to this new uh, redefinition of uh, gender roles in the home, which is the Rachel Green Miller and right. stuff, and even the the racial reconciliation talks and stuff because I've seen on the White Horse Inn, they've interviewed some people favorably that we would disagree with right. um, on both of those topics. And yeah, so, but yeah. it, but it's funny that they, they had to delete your comments because there's no possible way they could leave up a comment that speaks favorably or in support of a view just different than theirs. Totally orthodox view that agrees with historic, you know, re- reformed faith. But it's different than theirs, so it can't exist. Well, and I think maybe I was just shocked by it because I'm so used to getting into, like, Facebook conversations. Yeah. And that's typically what happens is you will comment on something and then they'll comment back to you and tell you why you're wrong. Like a normal person. Like a normal person does. But the fact that they just deleted everything, I just thought, what a terrible way to do a ministry. Yeah. Because even if I was wrong, which I don't believe I was, but even if I was wrong, there's still no care had for me. Mm-hmm. They just want to be right. They don't care about actually convincing me and leading me into 
truth. They right. just want me to shut up and let them let themselves look right, make themselves look, you know, orthodox or especially superior. if they truly think that you believe a heresy. Right. Why why aren't they warning me? Why aren't they trying to I don't know. It it was just a weird thing, but we have had a few people, not many, but a couple times there have been people who have commented weird things on some of our links or our videos on our like Facebook pages or YouTube. Uh-huh. And I from what I know and I understand, I don't think we've ever deleted a comment. <coughs> not to my knowledge. I mean maybe I'd have to check back with like Nate or Ben, but if we did it was because it wasn't helpful at all. Like it was something crude or or something like that, I, but I, I think feel even like a lot of that we'd leave up. Yeah, so I feel like there was one that was kind of crude, but we even let up and or let stay up, and then we kind of tried to engage with it. Because I would want the world to, to be able to see how a Christian should engage a conversation, even right. like that, even a heated one, even one where someone's an atheist or someone is, um, you know, uh, thinks you're a heretic or right. whatever. The, the world should see how a Christian should engage in that. Don't just shut it down and, you know, be authoritarian. Well, and the problem with making any type of claim, any type of truth claim, is that you need to be able to defend it. Yeah. You should if you're mature in any way, shape, or form. Right. If you're going to say, this is true, then when someone says, I don't think that is true, you should be able to explain why your position is the accurate, truthful position. Yeah, if you want to sound older than nine years old yeah then you need to be able to do that yeah so anyway that's what happened to me today but then it led me down i know ad robles has had a a few videos talking about like why people hate doug wilson why people hate like rachel jankovic and becca merkel and like basically anything canon press puts out right um so i don't know that I would just as soon point you like to A.D. Robles' YouTube channel. Yeah. Go check him out because he's got a ton of really good stuff. Yeah. But do you have anything that you would like to say about like why in particular t- in today's culture everyone is like a cat in water as soon as you mention Doug Wilson or Federal Vision? I truly think that it's because they fear man more than they fear God. Okay. Explain that. And I think... Explain your truth claim. Okay. (laughs) Because Doug Wilson will teach things and believes things that the Bible teaches, but are not popular in today's culture. Like obedience? (laughs) Well, and then, and even even not popular in Christian culture, which is, yeah, obey the Bible. Right. And... If you say you need to be an obedient Christian, most people just call you a legalist or stop giving me moralism or something. And you're like, I'm just quoting Paul. He just says, like, if you've been forgiven, like we were just reading this today at the end of Romans chapter 13, he's like, put off orgies and sensuality and drunkenness drunkenness and and debauchery and all this stuff. And therefore put on the Lord Jesus Christ because you know the hour is come or the hour is near and stuff like no you just you're saved you just you're supposed to act different so obey Christ right Jesus says if you love me you will obey my commands that's just basic Christianity and so this is what people will say when you say things like that like yeah of course we should obey duh but what you're saying is that once you're saved you need to keep obeying God in order to like stay in favor with God and that's not true like it's all of grace man well the yeah again the problem is just keep reading your Bible and you do see that God has set life up so that when you obey him life goes better and he and he blesses you and he wants to shower you with blessing in your life and that's just the way it works is that you obey him and walk with him if you're disobeying with if you're disobeying him you're not walking with him and so how are you going to receive blessing from him if you're not walking with him well, right you're, and you're walking outside of like how he has just ordained creation to work 
Right. Like when he gives you a command, it's not because he's keeping you from something that's super great. It's because he's keeping you from something that's going to cause you harm. So when you obey God, you are in fact just following the instructions for how life works best. And that's why blessings come. It's not like a prosperity gospel kind of message that we're advocating. It's Mm -hmm. just like it turns out if you just, you know, follow the law, even in American culture, you're way less likely to get arrested for a crime. Exactly. And it's not prosperity gospel because there's nothing in the Bible that promises you become a millionaire or you become part of the top 1% if you obey God. Right. That's that's never anywhere there. And because the Bible does point us to deeper joy and a deeper satisfaction in life that is found in him, not in creation. Mm-hmm. You know, but all of creation, though, is still ordained by God to help us love worship him and enjoy him too you know what I mean like we're given spouses and kids and food and shelter and all these things are given to us to point us to him right God's God's meant for it to do all of that right um so I mean that that's part of all of it too but the the other side of it not even within Christian culture is the culture at large right we're in an extremely feministic culture so the Wilsons and Rachel Jankovic and them. Jankovic. Jankovic. <laughs> I know. I always, I see the CH and I just want to say ch. But they are, I mean, they don't even like want to call themselves like we're patriarchal or they, or we're complementarian. They don't even really like. I think like, they're probably happier with patriarchal than they are complementarian in that, today's it, culture. Yeah. And, it, and that's because of the way Christian culture has It's because of how we've gone. distorted complementarianism. Right. Um, but because they just say like, yeah, a woman's first priority should be the home and she should be Lord of her home and she should be the home manager and homeward focused first. And none of them have ever said, and this is where they just need to do their homework too. They need to go listen to their podcasts, listen to the videos, read their books or watch the videos, whatever, do both, right? Watch and listen, read their books. None of them will ever say, like, a woman should never get a job outside the home. Well, Becca or does work outside a of woman, the home, so... But, like, that... But isn't that the antithesis? They always say, like, oh, yeah. they just think a woman should be making sandwiches in And both of them graduated day. from New St. Andrews College as well. So right. they're not even against, like, females being educated. They all... They all teach. I don't right. know if Rachel teaches or not, but I know Becca teaches and... Uh, Doug Wilson's wife has taught at the mm-hmm. college and stuff and like they just do tons of stuff but all of them their first priority is their home right and it's because they see it's because they read the first two chapters of the bible correctly I mean yeah right and that's that's where we go wrong but it's not popular You're freaking me out not having your oh. hands on the wheel but that's not popular in our culture because right now it's you must empower women and women can do and should do everything a man does so she should join the military she should be the ceo she should be president of a university she should be running for whatever. political office yes running for political office and everything and and again it's not even to say that a woman who is in that role has never done anything good right yeah but still, well, and, and to some extent, we'd say if a woman is a godly woman in any of those positions, if there is a godly female politician, then that ought to scare us. It ought to scare us that God is raising up a woman where a man right. should be doing um, that said job. True. Like, like that, that's that always the supposed case to be with a Deborah, sign. right? That's always what they say with with Deborah. Like, well, what about yeah. Deborah? Yeah. Well, that was a time in history when Israel was under judgment. Hence it mm-hmm. being called the book of Judges. Exactly. And, yeah. And even even when Deborah was sent into battle because the commander what, or the general was a coward. Right. She's like, I'm going with you, but just just so you know, like, you're not going to get the glory from this battle. Right. Like, this is going to get handed over to a woman. And then the woman who ended up doing the the slaying. Right. The, the yeah. The woman who ended up actually putting a nail in the temple of the adversary was a woman who was sitting in her home 
and was homeward focused. Yeah, JL. So Deborah didn't even necessarily get the honor, even though everyone likes to point to Deborah as like, well, what about Deborah? Deborah did, yeah, she did all this kind of awesome stuff. Deborah wasn't the one that saved Israel. It was the woman who was sitting in her home and being homeward focused. Put a tent peg through the JL. head of, the head of the enemy. <coughs> Just saying. So you can't even really point to Deborah and be like, well, she's the exception. Because if anything, this, that story in particular would yeah. raise JL even above Deborah. True. For as far as war glory goes. Yeah. But like, so those, those kinds of topics, because they are so unpopular in our, <clears throat> in our culture, most of Christianity just doesn't talk about it. Oh, I think if we do but talk about they it. they do. And that's why people don't like them. They don't want to be associated with those misogynistic, the patriarchal people in Moscow, Idaho. And there are two different, well... More you know what two, I mean? There are many different layers to this. Yeah, One yeah. of the layers is that Doug Wilson is an old white man. And because they have bought into some type of <clears throat> social justice kind of understanding of whose opinion matters more. Right. Um who we should be listening to in society. Old white men are always villainized. Yep. So the fact that he's an old white man... Yeah, they're pretty much the least credible right now. Right. Uh, he, he instantly, in a certain crowd of people, is uh, villainized just because of the color of his skin. Yep. Which is, in essence, racism. Yeah. Uh, but also, the fact that his daughters are as intelligent and outspoken proponents of his brand of complementarianism, patriarchy. Yeah. I think that just irritates the junk out of him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, I think they all were really just hoping that his daughters would grow up to be raging feminists and be right. like, our father was abusive uh -huh. and our father ruined us. And the fact that they're like, no, nah, actually, like, our, our dad's pretty like, legit. No, we love it. Yeah. We love our family. I think that's just... It, it shows... It, they are living proof that patriarchy works. Right. And that irritates them. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So it's it wouldn't the, matter and, what they yeah. said. They're, they just have to hate them because of... It's the antithesis to their whole view. Yeah. Their whole worldview. Yep. When it comes to the gender roles and family structure. So yep. they have to they have to delete comments. It's funny, too, because I remember listening to an old episode of What Have You, uh -huh. and they were talking about how they're often called racist. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, the whole Doug Wilson controversy. Yeah. And Rachel's like, we're actually a quarter Jewish. Like, <laughs> no one ever, like, talks about that. No one ever mentioned that we're... I think I think it was a quarter. Maybe it really? was a little bit more, a little bit less. But, yeah. That's super funny. So, interesting. Is it? I wonder which parent is. I wonder where Doug or Nancy is Jewish. I don't, I don't know. They might have mentioned it on their podcast, but it was like an older one. I can't remember, but... That's funny. But, but, but once again, people don't do the research. People don't actually know anything about these people, about these women, about Doug Wilson. Yeah. They just make assumptions or they read a blog post by R. Scott Clark or right. whatever. And then they drink the Kool-Aid and they're sold. And they don't want to hear anyone else's comments. They're going to delete your comments on their Facebook page. Yeah. They're not going to want to engage with you because, like you said, they can't. Yeah. Or they just don't want to be. They want to um, be in opposition with other Christians. And that, to me, is like a really sad thing. Mm -hmm. Why, if it is in your power to be at peace with other brothers, right. why would you not want to be? Well, I know for some of the Sola sisters, they've built their platforms on these narratives, these cultural narratives. And so if they were to, I think, if they were to go away from that or start to support or be okay with a wider uh, range range of orthodoxy, they would lose a good chunk of their platform. Because I think a lot of their, uh, you know, Twitter following or whatever is held up by the, the angst of the social justice warrior movement. Yeah. I think a lot of it is. So if you take that angst away, they're not going to care to follow you anymore. So 
Now you just become another Bible-following person. Right. I wrote... That's boring. ...a blog post that I haven't released yet. I don't know if I will. But in that post that I was writing... Uh Uh-huh. I had mentioned how... this I'm connecting the two thoughts here. Okay. How Christian women are just not taught to be happy. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at women today... Whenever you see a happy, like literally joyful, jubil- jubilant, is that a word? Yep. Jubilant? Jubilant, yeah. Jubilant it's woman. a good word. Uh, like, either she's labeled as like a ditz or yeah. like kind of dumb. Right. Um, but like the studious, pious women are like mature. And, Dour. And yeah, they're just kind of like downcast and like very serious, you know? They're, yeah. And so this idea of like being joyful and being happy and being silly and like not stupid, not like, you know, flippant or whatever, but just to be like happy and pleasant. Yeah. Like we have lost like viewing that as a virtue. Yeah. Yeah. That being happy and being filled with the Holy Spirit and being filled with joy and love for one another and caring for our brother and bearing one another's burdens and all of these things like for some reason we just don't view that as important and I don't know if it's like because so much of Christianity is so emotional like a lot of the more Pentecostal ish type Christianity is so emotional and so uh-huh. emotionally charged that when we get away from that Pentecostal type of Christianity and we get into like more Orthodox reformed theology, we think that we need to then do away with like the emotion. Be the yeah, we yeah. should be more serious and more, uh, I don't know, just like downcast almost, right? Yeah. Like, everything has to be angry. Everything has to be so serious. And we can't laugh and be joyful and be happy. And and I wonder if when you look at these, like, Sola sisters, or you're talking about, like, their Twitter following and stuff like that. Yeah. And how if they were to change and become more accepting of different, like, denominations or accepting of... I don't even know. That sounds bad. Accepting acceptance is kind of like a liberal word, <coughs> but I mean, just like more. Just being more agreeable. Like generous. Yeah, like, generous. Just yeah. being more generous and just assuming good of other Christians. Yeah. Um. If they would lose those like real serious Christians. Maybe. You know, because if you ever listen to You Who, Rachel Jankovic laughs all the time. She and Becca are constantly laughing. Say that again. Say when you listen to what have you. When you listen to what have you, when you listen to their podcast, yeah. Rachel Jankovic and Becca Merkel laugh all the time. Yeah. Like they're constantly giggling and laughing. And I know we mentioned them already, but like Eddie Robles on his YouTube page, yeah, he's, he's always he, laughing. He like Christians, up all the time. Christians need to learn that like it's okay to laugh yeah. and it's okay to talk about serious things. And, like, do it in a way that's just, like, you're kind of happy about. Right. It, like, you don't have to be angry. <laughs> yeah, it's the product of our outrage culture, really, where everything must be as serious and every, and you're always on the verge of an outrage because right. there's just so much injustice. Right. Like, I just can't smile. I can't I can't be joyful. Do you not know what's going on? Right. And I'm, I know I'm being kind of dramatic, but but that but that is their fan base, that, and that's what they need to keep feeding... So that way their Twitter followers stay there. and um, But that's the, but if you look at a feminist, yeah. I cannot think of one super stoked out feminist. Mm-hmm. Can't think of one. Yeah. They're all, like you said, super ragey, yeah. like super angry, super pissed off at the world. Right. Christians ought not to act that way. Well, no, I think we're commanded. Or, we're commanded. We're commanded. We're commanded. <laughs> to be joyful right yeah. rejoice always again I say rejoice right. that's what I'm saying like and and you can talk about serious things and not be bummed out about it especially as a post-millennial right we should like we got this in the bag y'all why are we angry about any of this yeah I mean even even tragedies the Christians should still be able to lift their heads to to God and give thanks and rejoice because we know the tomb is empty yeah right yeah. Every everything is changed because of that. It's and the firstborn from the dead. Right. 
So, so everything, everything, even the terrible tragedies of life are changed because of that. And this is something that I'm like personally working on too, is just learning to not be so like, I don't know, angsty or <laughs> like so just serious all the time, but like learning to laugh. Yeah. And learning to laugh when things go wrong. Uh-huh. It's a it's a real struggle bus sometimes to I just be it. like I know. Cuz we're just so not taught to do that, but Yeah. Anyway. Well, I think some people probably the more serious ones, and I know I've been this way too. Cuz if you think if you laugh when things are going wrong, then that means you're disregarding the situation or you're not taking it. Well, that's just where wisdom comes in. Like, yeah. obviously, if you were in the hospital because you miscarried your child, I don't expect you to be in there laughing hysterically. Right. And that's where the ecclesiastical, there's a time to mourn and a time to rejoice kind of thing comes into yep. play. Like, there is just wisdom exactly. and maturity. Yep. But I'm just saying... When the kids... When the kids... Knock the towel rack off the wall. For the third time that month. Or... You can't laugh. Like what happened this morning when we find gum shoved under a mattress. Oh my gosh, Nora. Like, you can just not take everything so serious and <laughs> learn to discipline with joy. It's like, Nora, you're not having gum for a while. <laughs> <laughs> can't be putting gum underneath the mattress. I mean... Parenting it was a, it is was a joy, a, you guys. It was a good thought didn't work out. Yep. I mean, I'm glad she didn't go to bed with it and it got in her hair. That's true. Nora might have no hair right now had she done that. That's very true. If that happens, though, lemon oil will get gum out of hair like that. Dang, we got a, we got a little home remedy reco That's thing right. right there. It's like I listened to What Have You or something. <coughs> That's awesome. That wasn't one of their tips, though. No. That's just one of my tips. Lemon oil. Well, there you go. So, engage on Facebook, be charitable. Right. That's probably the good word. Instead of, like, tolerable or affirming or whatever, it's just being charitable. Right, yeah. Just being charitable to those who might differ with you on little minutia. Of course, I do not believe Federal Vision should be labeled as a heresy. I think the major denominations that did were wrong. And right. I don't... And I think they addressed the Federal Vision controversy alongside the new Perspectives on Paul controversy. Um, the two were lumped together. The two were lumped together. They did that on purpose so that they could label the whole thing of it heresy without dealing with each one. Because they're two separate topics. They are separate. And even if parts of both cross, because I know someone's going to tell me that. Someone's going to say, oh, no, 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 it does. Right here it connects. Like, okay, well, regardless... The gist of both of them, the main thrust of both of them, are different things. Right. All theology is going to cross at some point. Yeah, exactly. But, but you're not going to... But it would have been better to have dealt with it. But they didn't want to spend the time. They would have rather just lumped it in and said, you know, we don't, we don't want to deal with this. This does not accord with our confessional standards. This is what we said. So we advise presbyteries, you know... To not ordain people who believe mm -hmm. this stuff, whatever. And anyway, I think only a couple legit called it heresy. But anyway, those are long, several hundred page reports that they did. And it was, I don't think it was helpful. Anyway. So. As you can see, the effects of it are still being felt 12 right. years later. Well, and this is the problem with things like Federal Vision in particular, is that if no one's willing to talk about it, if all we're ever going to do is just delete comments, yeah, the, the controversy is never going to actually go away. And that's nope. true of anything. That's true of any controversy. Yeah. It's true of any actual heresy or supposed heresy. If you don't actually just take it head on and talk through it and explain um, your position and the biblical position, then we're just going to keep going round and round and round. Yeah. And... I think it does open up doors for animosity, for uh, Satan to get a foothold in the church and start really breaking up um, fellowship amongst believers, and slander becomes quite prominent. Yeah. And it's just not helpful. It's not a good look for Christians. So the other the other thing about it too is that Christians should be well read 
and we should be reading, listening, and learning from many different areas. Right. And so, to just shut down anything that's different than you, you're saying there's no way somebody can listen to this podcast and spit out the bones. Right. Be able to eat the meat and spit out the bones. And, you know, I, I think about this a lot when people say, like, oh, we should be reading, you know, the old classics or... or reading Plato and, and Seneca and some of these old Greek thinkers and they weren't Christian but they did say a lot of helpful things right. and we have at some level we just have to trust that the Holy Spirit is in us and will lead us and guide us into all truth we we still have the Bible as our foundation should be and that we will be able to read books listen to podcasts watch videos mm-hmm. and eat the meat and spit out the bones yeah and so we don't have to here's the thing play though, this game is of a lot of christians stuff. don't want to spit out the bones a lot of christians want to eat that like boneless skinless chicken breast and not have to worry about anything well and they want they want to be spoon fed and that's what i'm saying yeah yep, that yep. requires no work that requires no thought you can just consume something that's already been pre-prepared for you pre-packaged for you and it doesn't require you to actually use your mind. There you go. I think you I think you hit it spot on. Or as Poots would say, bang on. So in America, bang on means something totally different. Doesn't mean anything good, Pootie. It's not good. <laughs> bang on is very sexual. Anyway. <laughs> but I think you nailed it on the head. I think that's exactly what it is, is that we have gotten really lazy. I think our public education... Um, has fostered this and created this culture where people just want everything spoon fed right everything nowadays is curated yeah right everything you want like a curated playlist just for you a curated blah 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 just for you here's your shopping list curated for are you are you making fun of my prepared table no i'm not at all okay nope not at all but um even the even the Goodwill that we are driving to right now, Goodwill in New Jersey, New York, their signs even say like you know curated styles for the New York. You know, it's really funny, you guys. Actually, the whole front end of their stores are looks that are made up on the mannequins that are like designer clothing, and you can like quote shop the look. <coughs> <coughs> like a boutique it's real weird i've never seen a goodwill like that yeah i mean they're they're really trying hard on these goodwills but again that idea though like everything just needs to be curated for me i keep seeing that everywhere well and because i think we like thinking that everything is personalized for us because it elevates us to god that everything serves us and bows down to us right yeah but really what it is is someone determining for us what ought to be done to us or be given to us so it has the illusion of us being god when in reality we are the one who are enslaved to the person who's doing the curation curation curating i don't know whatever the curative act the curative act (laughs) curative there you go that sounds right sounds good um but yeah that's but it but like you said though it, it it takes away the the critical thinking that and free thinking right mm-hmm. we should want to be free thinkers right we shouldn't want our thinking to be done for us right you know and, and if we had enough time so we're probably winding down here but we could sit here and even tell you the little you know things here and there that we disagree with oh yeah for with sure doug wilson or the you know his daughters or whatever else the people that we would probably encourage... Yeah, because in as much as we love Doug Wilson and Rachel and Becca and the whole Canon Press lot, there are things we disagree with. Yep. And there are nuances that we wish that, you know, they would change or whatever. They're small, but um, that's true of... Anybody. That, of any it should podcast be that way. we listen to, any book we read... I mean, that's just right. kind of what you and I have always done. And there have been times in our marriage when you and I have differed on certain theological yep. points. Um, by and large, you always convince me to your position. Uh-huh. Or press me because of me. That's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. Really appreciate that. But I'm just saying, like, that's what Christians do, right? 
we yeah. are supposed to be like iron sharpening iron. Yeah. Well, iron can't sharpen iron when comments are just deleted. So, on that note, I think we're... We about done? I think we're about done. Where am I going? See how long we've been going. 44 minutes. We're good. Yep. I think I think that's pretty good for this one. I think we've chit-chatted enough about... Yep. I don't know that we've actually said anything all that grand or all that persuasive, but... Well, we hope this story at least helps you guys or encourages you guys to just be charitable with those who differ, but at the same time still wanting to engage. So here's the That's thing. what we would want, right? If anyone from Sola Sisters would like to message me on Facebook and actually have a private conversation, perhaps you don't want it had on your uh, Facebook, Facebook feed, yeah, then that's fine. You can find me at Erica Van Brimmer. Erica spelled with C-H. E-R-I-C-H-A. V-A-N-B-R-I-M-M-E-R. And I will happily have that conversation in private. There you go. But that's what we that we, should, we should always be striving for. Like Erica said, for iron to be sharpening iron and to want to engage and... And for truth to be uh, exposed and rejoiced in. Exactly. And if something is helpful, like if you have been helped and benefited by somebody's podcast or their videos or their books, then we should be wanting to share that. Yeah. And that's largely what you were doing and others were doing is well, saying, and, I've I've become a better Christian and, by God using these And people. here's the thing that needs to happen in the Christian church too, is yes, we need to be way more generous with each other. And just because we disagree, we don't need to call the other person a heretic. Like just because I disagree with the ladies at Sola Sisters, right. I don't think that they're not Christians. I don't know enough about them to tell you one way or the other, yeah. but just from my interaction, I would say that they are Christians because clearly they are wanting to uh, put out a product that glorifies God. I think that their methods are wrong, but they're trying, right? So yeah. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they are Christian women. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we need to give that same type of generosity and charity to other Christians. Yeah. Across the board. And when we see someone slandering someone else, we need to stand up and say that's not appropriate and that does not accord with scriptures. Stop slandering repent ask for forgiveness yep and not be afraid to do that like christians oftentimes are told to just be nice just be nice christians well here's the thing if you're going to put yourself on a pedestal and have a podcast and like be posting things in public then i think that you do um need to be okay with people correcting you and when you are slandering someone and someone calls you to the mat you need to publicly apologize to I mean, the person that you're slandering right. because you're doing the slandering in public so then you need to do the repentance in public yeah and someone correcting you is a loving thing to do so that way you don't look like a fool yes none of us were being mean or ugly or rude all of us were just stating truth yeah good so, stuff I'll be done now alright <laughs> sounds good I hope this was helpful and we hope this was encouraging to you We pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened by the power of the Spirit. And until next time, get woke. Yeah, let's start with the microphone check. One, two, first. Water to the dry and weary soul of the true church. The kind of things that few search. They say that the truth hurts. Well, this pain is gain, so let's explain the new birth. First things first, can't neglect this at the start. I must preface my remarks with the deadness of the heart from original sin. The effects of the fall The sin of our first parents brought death to us all Since Adam was our federal head What he did counted for us In him were all rebels and dead Yo, captured in the mind Disaster, sin and crimes In a dark state Alaska in the winter time Sour in our frames Left to ourselves We be devoured in the flames Cause we're powerless to change If you feel that way I pray that you respond happily As you see what Jesus had to say in John chapter 3 
you peep this, you'll see that verse one is my thesis. It's the deepest truth that should get you speechless. What scripture teaches will fill in the missing pieces. Picture Jesus meeting up with Nicodemus. Perhaps it was fright about the other Pharisees' wicked spite against Christ that turned this into Nick at night. He called the rabbi and gave him props. Said he was a teacher from God. Jesus replied, made him stop. Regarding the kingdom of God, no one's going in. In fact, you can't even see it unless you're born again. That must have consumed and stretched his mind. Cause he said, can a man enter his mother's womb a second time? Naturalistically, the only way for him to hear it. Jesus said you must be born of the water and the spirit. No other way to enter heaven. That sounds like Ezekiel 36, 25 to 27. In this new birth, the spirit is the source and the agent. The water symbolizes spiritual purification. Flesh can only produce flesh. That's true and factual. Regenerating work of the spirit is supernatural. It's kind of like the wind, which is free. East to west can't perceive the steps. You can only see its effects. In the same way, the Holy Spirit chooses who he pleases to sovereignly open their eyes to the truth of Jesus. For the spirit's mysterious operation uh-huh. We will all be under serious condemnation I'd still be rejecting the sun If God hadn't said let there be light Like Genesis 1 yeah. And just like the light could not refuse to shine Irresistible grace has renewed my mind Let's exalt the king who died and truly is risen The new birth is not the effect of human decision But the cause It changes our natural habitation The situation It's a radical transformation I was cursed and polluted So my dirt was inexcusable With new internal Pupils, his person is beautiful, his worth is indisputable, the lamb is amazing, a standing ovation for his work in the crucible, so let us respond with true worship and love to the God who was given new birth from above.